Kira. That's birds. That's birds singing. <laughs> it's uh, it's about ten to eight at night, and uh, this is Walking Movies, a uh, a podcast where I walk to the cinema and watch a movie, and then talk about it when I walk back. I'm Nick. Which, if you didn't realise that by now, I mean, we've been doing this for about three or four years. Should do, really. But just in case you don't, maybe this is your first time. I don't know. But, that's what I'm doing on this. I mean, my God, I, it's a very British thing to talk about the weather. I, I grant you that. Uh, I do. But, nine days ago... I went to Liverpool and it was quite sunny and mild. And eight days ago I was in Liverpool and it was really warm, really warm. Like t-shirt weather wearing warm. And then a week ago I'm in the centre of London. And again, really nice weather, really warm. No jacket required, just like Phil Collins. And six days ago I'm wearing a linen shirt and shorts because it's so hot and today on two different occasions it has snowed it's snowed what the hell is going on I know that today as I'm recording this it's the 1st of April April Fool's Day but man (laughs) that is quite quite the joke So, it's been a while, it's been a while since I recorded an episode. Because, basically, movie studios were smart. They saw the Batman was coming out and thought, no point releasing our films just yet, let's hold off a few weeks. Smart decision, because uh, the Batman was a big film. Not, uh, not Spider-Man level big. Although, you know, Marvel films, you, you know, that's a, that's a different story, isn't it, really? Um, but still, still very successful. So, there hadn't been a lot on at the cinema. And now, I mean, there's just too much. <laughs> it's gone from one way to the other. Um, so, while I was away last week... I went up to London, at Liverpool, and uh, saw Craig. Uh, that's what I was doing up there. We did go to the Everyman Cinema up there. Um, and uh, we did see Batman. Now, it was in, like, I'd already seen it, as you know, already reviewed it. But there wasn't anything else on that he fancied. And a lot of, uh, of bits from Batman were, uh, were filmed in Liverpool. So it was really interesting walking around the city and seeing the filming locations and whatnot. And then going to the actual film, see what they, uh, 
attendees Bilton's were in Gotham. So that was uh, that was interesting. But the Everyman Cinema, um, they have sofas rather than seats. So it's like a two-person sofa, and there's, they have them all lined up next to each other like a normal cinema would be. But it's obviously very casual, very relaxed. You can order. You get like a little side table attached to the uh, the arm of the chair, and you can order nibbles like your usual kind of popcorn up to tapas dishes uh, and beer, wine, cocktails, uh, gin and tonic. Good stuff. So it was very good. It was also very hot in there and we'd been on the owl for a few hours and uh, I did get a bit sleepy and uh, I, did, uh, I did fall asleep. But look, I'd already seen Batman once and it's a three-hour film, so I only missed a, a few minutes. I didn't fall asleep, fall asleep. I just nodded off. Uh, it's fine. It's fine seeing a film like this. But I have been looking to go back to cinema, and I actually had some time off work and hoped to be able to go, and then because of various issues, that wasn't to be. And now I've got a backlog. So I'm hoping, hoping to see the following films if time allows Ambulance Sonic the Hedgehog 2 that'll be a similar trip to the doctor hopefully uh, Ambulance that's another one I want to see uh, Morbius which is one that I don't want to see but I, I'm compelled and almost contractually obligated to go and watch Morbius uh and also, I will probably, probably go and see the crimes of... Uh, no, not the crimes of Grindelwald. What's this one? Secrets of Dumbledore or something? Whatever the new Fantastic Beast film is. Uh, oh, man. Look. The first film, when it came out, I thought was bright. I've watched it a few times after, and it's not, it's not great. It's, it's okay. The second one is better. I thought the second one was better, but I hate the whole uh, recasting of Johnny Depp thing. The fact that they've got no issues with Ezra Miller, but they do Johnny Depp, uh, is just bizarre to me. Uh, Ezra Miller, who just got arrested again for uh, drunk and disorderly, I believe, and making threatening remarks to people in Hawaii where he was on holiday uh, and that's on top of the other stuff that he's done before which I won't go into so yeah quite a lot of films that I want to go and see but the one that I'm seeing tonight the one that uh, I picked to go first is The Phantom The Phantom of the Open by the way it's not called The Phantom The Phantom of the Open it's just called The Phantom of the Open but I said it twice pulls a little bit because cars and whatnot um, so uh, I wanted to see this uh, when it first came I didn't get a chance to it's only been out a few weeks but because of the nature of cinemas and the fact that you know new mobile films out and Sonic the Hedgehog 2's out and uh, Fantastic Beasts is coming out next week it means that this one isn't going to stick around and in fact 
yesterday, if I'd have gone to see it yesterday, there were four, four screenings, I think, maybe five screenings of the film throughout the day. Uh, Friday, new, new uh, release schedule, of course, new cinema day, and it now has just the one showing uh, every, every night until Thursday, where uh, it will either continue for the next week or we be just pulled completely because of times and stuff. So I thought I need to go and see this film first before it goes out. I know very little about The Phantom of the Open. What I can tell you is it's directed by Craig Roberts. Now Craig Roberts is was to me an actor. Um, I saw him in a film called Submarine about about 10 years ago, which was Richard Iwadi's uh, directorial debut. Um, and it was a quirky little film. I can't honestly remember that much about it uh, because it was so long ago that I saw it. But I remember enjoying it. I remember thinking he was good in it. And he's popped up in little bits and pieces. But he has, over the past few years, gone behind the camera. And I think this could be his third film but his his most high high profile Um, I can also tell you that Mark Rylance is in this with Sally Hawkins Um, and Reese Farns this is in the cast list as well they're the they're the three names that I know uh, the most out of all of those Uh, Mark Rylance obviously fantastic actor Um, he just recently had a really good turn I think I think Oscar nominated for Don't Look Up um, but I mean he's been in many good things recently and he's always great to watch Sully Hawkins as well I think the first time I saw Sully Hawkins was in Made in Dagnum which was a really good film uh, about uh, a woman's revolution at the Ford uh, plant in, in Dagnum which was very close to where I was born, so it was interesting to see that film. Uh, and Reese the fans, I mean, he's been doing stuff. Uh, most notably, recently, of course, been playing the role of uh, Doc Connors in uh, The Amazing Spider-Man and uh, Spider-Man No Way Back as well. Is that what it's called? No Way? Or is it No Way Home? No Way Back. Oh, man, I hate Spider-Man titles. Yes, No Way Home. It's far from home, no way home, I think. Whatever, anyway. Um, but uh, it's a true life story, I know that as well, about uh, a golfer, or shall I say, somebody who wants to be a golfer, quits his job to become a professional golfer, but apparently, you know, got no experience in it. So, um, but the other reason I wanted to watch this film is because. It's written by Simon Farnaby. Um, now, in movies, he wrote uh, the first two Paddington films, which are obviously... Well, not actually, you know what? Not obviously, but they are uh, two absolutely wonderful films. Two of the best films in the last decade or so just absolute pure joy from start to finish both of those films um, 
as the dad. I know him for his work in horrible histories. <laughs> he was in the original lineup of horrible histories. Um, he's one of those actors that appears in a lot of stuff. So you will recognise the face if you don't recognise the name. Um, but as I said, he's also known as a writer. He's also written, or, or he's certainly involved in the production of Wonka, the new uh, the film no one asked for, of course, the backstory of, uh, of Willy Wonka. Um, that said, it's directed by Paul King, who directed the Paddington films, and has Simon Farnaby, Farnaby uh, involved in it. Therefore, it's already going to be much better than it has any right to be. Oh, and Timothy Chalamet is, is in it as well, so... Oh, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, whatever. You know, the uh, the good-looking guy that everyone goes mad for, him. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I don't know much. I do know from people who have discussed this film, which admittedly isn't as many as you'd like, um, but all the reviews have been positive about it. Um... And uh, it's a British film. We don't we don't get as many British films as we uh, we used to, really. Not ones that get big cinema releases. And uh, yeah, so like the cast, person behind the camera, the person writing the film. Uh, that's enough for me to go. I need to go out of my way to see this film. So that is what I'm doing. You can tell I'm out of uh, out of touch with this because. This is a long, long intro. But I've, you know, catch up and stuff, you know? Like, you know, I've not done this for a while. I've not done this for a month, almost. As I think it almost is. I'm sure it's the 3rd of March I saw Batman. Anyway, so there you go. So, this will... Because I've not released one of these for a while, this will go out as a separate episode. And then, I'm hoping to start seeing some of the other films I'll start probably with Ambulance and Morbius uh, there'll be my next two not sure which order but that will be the next two that I go and see uh, and they'll be recorded for a separate a separate episode and uh, yeah if I get to watch something too with my daughter then that will be another episode as well so, so basically look I've, I've not done much this month uh, for walking movies but a lot coming over the horizon so there you go right enough about this I will see you in a couple of hours once I've seen The Phantom of the Open so that's the first movie down for April. I've got The Lost City as well. That's another one I want to go and see. But if you think I'm going to go and review the Nan movie, you've got another thing coming. But anyway, The Phantom of the Open. Yes. Well, I didn't have really many expectations going in. So I told you a thing I knew about it. Uh, beforehand but um, it was as charming and delightful as I hope uh, when seeing a film 
that's like that. I have got no idea about the real story. It says it's based on a true story. Uh, apparently it's quite accurate, I, you know, based on what I've heard. But I'm going to do the usual thing now when I see uh, a biopic or watch a documentary and, uh, and actually have a look into the real, the real person. Um, but if you've, if you've seen and enjoyed films like um, Eddie the Eagle, it's probably the, the nearest comparison for a few reasons. Um, if you like films like that, then yes, I think you'll enjoy this. I thought it was... The cast are great. You know, that I did expect. And uh, they were, as usual. All very good. Um, but even the people I didn't know in the cast were good as well. So that was that was a pleasant surprise. Um, it's a really interesting story um he seems like an absolute character you can't actually really believe uh <laughs> most of it and yet uh i think a lot of it is is true um i i you know with a lot of these things there will be a few things that have been changed for you know dramatic effects and whatnot but uh i think the main points of the story are true and that's incredible of itself, but I don't want to. I don't want to spoil that for you because, again, I didn't know the the real story going in. Still don't 100% know the real story now, but uh, it, it's fascinating, and I think it's one of those films where the less you know, kind of going in, uh, the more you'll hopefully get out uh, having watched it. But uh, yet, yeah, no, I was really. I'm really glad I went to see it at the cinema thinking it was a lovely little film um, and you know it's it's good it's good to be able to see those films there was a a bit from uh, The Daily Show Trevor Noah's uh, The Daily Show if you've never heard of it it's an American um, kind of like a late night look at the uh, the hot topics of the day so it's not a usual kind of late night show it's very much focused on the news um but he did a little bit on there the other day after the oscars not about that incident um at all but kind of talking about the fact that you know no the films that got get nominated for you know best film and stuff like that other films that people generally don't go and don't go and see um, because we do see those big budget films and all the other films that I've said that I want to go and see this this month are either from big studios um, or or and have had you know, big marketing campaigns or have got big A-list stars in them and I mean yeah, Mark Rylance is uh, is a name that people do put down as being one of the uh, the greatest actors working today. But you wouldn't necessarily go and see a film just because he's in it. More often than not, um, especially when there's other stuff out there. And like I said, like this this week, sort of release of Morbius and Sonic Two. Ambulance is still out, which is a Michael Mann film. 
so obviously the kind of pedigree of uh, and look I'm not here to say how great or not great Michael Mann is but his films make money right um, you've got a new Harry Potter film coming out you've got uh, the bad guys from DreamWorks came out this weekend as well it's a very all of a sudden very crowded uh, similar space again but it's dominated by those big names and so you know you either don't get to see these films because of um, you know competition from bigger studios with bigger budgets um, or just because you sometimes just want a popcorn film that you can switch your brain off to you'll go and watch that instead and and so I think it is quite important when there is a film like The Phantom of the Open out there to go and see it. And unfortunately, you know, as, as this review comes out, um, it's, not, it's probably not going to be playing at your local cinema or it's on its way out. So it might have, like, my experience with it, just the, the one showing. Um at the moment because of, because of that now last week just before the Oscars um, we decided to sit down and watch Coda on Apple TV because we wanted to see it um, and just, just hadn't got a chance to so we thought why not um, and then obviously it won big at the Oscars so it was well timed um, but that's a film again you know that that kind of got a, a massive boost because of the fact it was put on Apple TV. You know, Apple paid a lot of money for the film and put it on Apple TV um, for free. Uh, you got to pay for Apple TV, Apple TV Plus, um, but you have to pay extra for the film. And would it have been a film that I would have seen at the cinema? Uh, I'd like to think so. I liked. I liked what the um, the film was about. Uh, I, I never saw a trailer for it, but uh, I knew what the film was about, and it did sound interesting. So I like to think I would have done. But had that come out in the summer when Apple released it last year, you know, it would have got lost in the shuffle. That's that is the that is the nature of the beast. So. And by the way, that is a chance for me to just say quickly as a quick review. Uh, if you've got Apple TV+, Plus, do watch Coda. Um, obviously now, uh, it's got the Oscar wins behind it, but, and, and quite rightly, in my opinion, from, what, from, from the ones that I have seen, I think it's our best picture. Um, but, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lovely film. I really, really liked it, and I'm glad I saw it before it won the Oscars. <laughs> just snuck in there but a, a lovely film and uh, one that it's not going to be one that gets re rewatched consistently uh, but it's definitely one that we are going to go and rewatch uh, again in the future just really had a good time with it um, but it, it's why we should try and see smaller films um, and I guess the lesson with this is you need to see them sooner rather than later because you're going to miss your uh, your window uh, to see them so look if if it's still on at your cinema then yes 
pay your hard-earned money. Go and see it. Um, I thought it was it was charming. I thought it was funny. Uh, and yeah, just 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 a lovely film. Really, really enjoyed it. And uh, I said to you, it's really it's cold. It's like three three degrees centigrade. Oh, that is in Fahrenheit, but it's not much. Um, so yeah, I really really enjoyed it. Really glad I saw it, and hope you do. And I mean, unfortunately, as I said. It may not be on anymore for you. Um, if it's not, um, a few of the... This is a, a, a BBC films, kind of like they're one of the co-producers. A few of those films have ended up on Netflix uh, more recently. So Pirates was another one. They got a small cinema release that ended up on Netflix a few months later. So hopefully uh, this will end up uh, on there. Uh, but keep your eyes out for it. The Phantom of the Open uh, was was really, really enjoyable. Uh, and if you listen this far, thanks, because <laughs> I appreciate the intro is really long. And now the outro is uh, it's probably not much shorter than that. Um, but yeah, really, really just enjoyed it. And I think just, just more of a kind of sort a discussion really about not just seeing those big films and trying to support those smaller films as well that do kind of get a bit overlooked yeah these films you will pick up on TV I'm sure but uh, make some know you want to see them there as well it was uh, it was definitely worth worthwhile doing so um, so that's it for this episode as I said it's probably going to be Morbius next uh, or, or Ambulance I think the other films I mentioned I think they're coming out over the next couple of weeks and I don't want to get too behind so I need to start watching those sooner rather than later um, but anyway I've not recorded for almost a month so hopefully this has uh, has made up a little bit for it initially um, but anyway, as always, thank you very much for listening. Um, do like, share, subscribe. That's what the cool kids do, right? You know, I don't know who this podcast is for. But, you know, hopefully it uh, brings some enjoyment to you. Um, but uh, yeah, until, until I get to see one of those other films, I suppose I better say Flynn Lives. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free I wish I could break all the chains holding me I wish I could say all the things that I should say Say I'm loud, say I'm clear for the whole round This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.